0: hello hello and welcome to the awesome in seattle podcast this is your host christian awesome from the awesome awesome group at wilson realty and i'm here with my awesome co-hosts the one and only jason saldariaga
1: as always
0: (laughs) and the dog whisperer less cutting
1: less is always more
0: Yes, it is. Um, we are, if you don't already know, we are a group of real estate agents in the Seattle area, and uh, we love talking about real estate and getting people up to speed on what's going on. So today we are talking all about Seattle's condo market. Um, this condo market, there's been some rumblings of, you know, people thinking that there's some steals out there that the condo market has just cratered. Um, That's not totally true. There are potentially some deals out there, but it's definitely not cratered. Uh, So we're going to go over that. We're going to dispel any potential rumors or, you know, concerns of cratering and just get you up to speed on what exactly is happening. So Jason, why don't you start us off?
2: Yeah, so let's first just discuss really quickly why condos are different from single-family homes. In terms of how the markets are performing, Seattle as a whole this year, especially since COVID, has performed incredibly well. And Christian's going to go really dive really deep into the data in a second. That said, if you separate out condos from single-family homes, they are performing differently. Condos are not performing as well as single family homes. And a lot of this just anecdotally, if you just think of the dynamics at play, it kind of makes sense. It's what you'd expect. So first off, COVID has taken a lot of people by surprise and changed a lot of their priorities. You know, a lot of people are currently in apartments or in condos And the walls are closing in, so to speak, you know, they need more space, they might now be working from home every day or 50% of the time. And in the future, it might look like that's going to continue for the long term. And so instead of needing just a two bedroom, you know, your your needs might have doubled now, especially if there's two of y'all and you need separate spaces, because you're on zoom calls all day. If you have kids who are in school and they're taking classes from home, uh, you know, the space needs have just dramatically altered with COVID. And you, on top of that, add the fact that condos are generally located in denser areas because of zoning. So you're paying a premium for being centrally located. But if you're working from home, don't need to commute as much, then that location might not be worth it to you. It also, you know, you live there for a reason, potentially to enjoy the businesses and the uh, the neighborhood. And if you're not going out, you know, to the restaurants and that sort of thing, like we are during lockdown, again, you're paying a premium for what? So this is kind of what we're hearing from a lot of clients. Um, and it just... You think about it. It makes sense. So people are really wanting more space, needing more space. They're wanting a yard to just get some fresh air amenities that they're paying for currently might be off limits because of the restrictions. And it just all adds up to kind of making condos not be as aggressive in terms of the competitive nature as um, single-family homes. I do want to add one more thing on top of this, just in general, if you take a step back outside of even just this year, condos versus single-family homes, if you think of a single-family home, you have the improvements, which are the parts of the property that a human basically has built. So it may, basically the structure, the house itself, you also have the land upon which the house rests and those two parts of the property have value and they depreciate or appreciate at different rates a condo only really has uh the improvement itself you're not buying land you're buying location though and so just in a general sense even outside of this year, condos versus single family homes, they do perform differently for that fact alone, let alone, let alone other, other aspects. So um, to speak more in depth about the data, let's shoot it back to Christian uh, to, to really hone in on those details.
0: Yeah, I think you did a great job explaining that. Well done, Jason. All right, let's go over some of the data and let's start with pricing because that's what everyone pays attention to. So surprisingly... Prices of condos compared to single family homes, or I guess let's first look at both of them and let's look at it year over year. So we are in uh, November, but the the nearest stats that we have are October. So October 2020 compared to October 2019. Year over year, condos have actually increased 10.5% in price.
2: Wow. That's a lot. I know.
0: Most people think that they've gone way down. So it's interesting that they actually haven't. Uh, single family homes in Seattle have actually gone up only 6.7%. So it's mm-hmm. it's interesting. And, and we keep hearing that condo or that, that single family homes are so competitive, but it's not always in the heart of Seattle that these uh, competitive houses are going up for sale. A lot of this action is happening in the suburbs or outside the city limits, which we just did a recent, suburbs uh podcast episode so if you want to learn more about that and the dynamics that play there just refer back to that episode it was just a couple back um let's go over previous all-time high for both condos and single-family homes and i think this will kind of help really it's just continuing the conversation we've been having on this podcast for a month year uh whatever it's been um in 2018 condos their peak price was in may of 2018 same with houses and the peak for condo was 533000 that's actually decreased for condos down to 495 so it was peaked may 2018 533 and it's now at 495 single family homes have actually gone about the same so they peaked in may of 2018 at 800,000. they they've kind of gone a little bit lower than that and then just kind of stayed pretty steady until recently when they've kind of creeped back up and they're now actually right at about the same as may 2018 and that's 800,000. dollars let let's dig dig a little bit deeper into some of what these stats mean Let's, let's go over days on market. So this means how many days has the home or condo been on the market before they accepted an offer? For single family homes, it's been about seven days almost all year long. COVID didn't really change that at all. Uh, condos, they're at 16 days. That means from the day it came on the market until the day it accepted an offer. And that's actually... Pretty much the same trend as usual. It's really nothing dramatically different. Um, the trend has pretty much stayed the same. Meaning, if you were to look at this on a chart, the graph going up and down is about the same as previous years. Now, where the graph, or where the line is on the chart, has decreased because there's actually about 20% less days on market than we were last year. Um, So it's actually places are selling faster this year than they were last year. Now, here's where a big increase has happened. And that's the number of condos for sale. And including all condos in Seattle, they have increased the number of condos for sales increased 51% year over year. That is a lot. And that's actually a trend that started in March once COVID hit. Uh, And in March, we only had about two months of inventory. And now we're at 4.9 months of inventory. And if you remember, if you've attended our beers and home buying class, which if you want to attend, it's totally free. Just go to beersandhomebuying.com. That's beer like the drink, beersandhomebuying.com. In that class, we talk about a balanced market. A balanced market is one that doesn't really favor sellers or buyers. A balanced market is usually four to six months of inventory. We haven't had that for single-family homes in years and years and years. But condos, they're currently right smack in the middle of that. They're at 4.9 months of inventory. And what that means is that if no new homes came on the market, at the current sell-through rate, there would be 4.9 months of inventory available. Uh, in March, prices for all condos peaked at 483500 and they kind of fluctuated throughout the year, with a low of only four fifty in June. Uh, but now it's actually higher, and it's actually at four ninety five now, which is interesting. One thing in terms of condos that did see a difference was one bedroom or smaller condos. In March, price, this is right when COVID hit, prices actually peaked for the year at four hundred and thirty five thousand dollars, and they've actually dropped down to about four hundred thousand right now for the median sales price. So that's one market where you could potentially get some deals. They've actually they've been selling for around 98% to 100% of the asking price all year long. And that's about the same trend as the last two years. We just have a lot more available. So overall, there's not too dramatic of a change if you're looking at the actual trend lines. The big difference has really been found in the one bed or smaller units which are less expensive now than before COVID hit. And there's a lot more month supply available. We actually haven't had this months or this many months of inventory available for sale. You'd have to go all the way back to April 2012 to get at least 4.9 months of inventory. And then you'd actually have to go back to November 2011 to get the actual number of, of condos for sale. So it's we actually have a lot more inventory now than we have in almost a decade. It's pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, in the last couple of years, we actually had quite a good amount of uh, pipeline in terms of new large scale condo developments, especially downtown and mm-hmm. the Denny Triangle and South Lake Union areas and that sort of thing. So interesting, yeah, interesting
0: wow. That's a good point. I mean, there are some big developments that are coming on the market. Uh, they don 't have all their units for sale on the market, so there there 's a few hundred units that are coming on, but they 're not all reflected in this data yet uh, those buildings those new construction buildings are Nexus, first light, which only has a few listings available uh currently on the market um, Spire is another one, and then the emerald those are kind of the big four condo projects on the horizon that that are kind of starting to trickle onto the market. The Nexus building is the is the one that has the majority of that uh, market data available. All right, so let's, let's talk about buyers. What does all this mean for buyers? Oh man,
1: so it means that deals there's deals out there to be had. For example, a two-bed, one-bath condo in Queen Anne, in a small building didn't have very many amenities, recently sold for 20K under asking price, just after 34 days of being on the market and it sold for $405,000. So that's around 4.8% under the ask price. That's not the standard for condo sales, but it's not uncommon right now either. So things buyers can do to get deals within within the condo market is really just study the market. When you're our client, we teach you the market with something we call a sold search, and they are very beneficial for a lot of our clients because it saves you guys so much time, so much effort, Once you and you become an expert, you really know what's a fair deal, what is a good deal, what's a bad deal, and where those opportunities lie within the condo market. So,
0: yeah. In fact, Les, you're helping a couple people right now in kind of that condo world, I think. Yeah. Condo world between like Queen Anne, South Lake Union, Capitol Hill. You have a couple active, active lookers right now. And yeah, it's, uh, there's some choice. And, For the first time. For sure.
1: I will shoot it back over to Jason in regards to sellers and what does it mean for them?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, Christian kind of already uh, spilled the beans here, but just to reiterate, you know, if you're a seller of a condo, at the current time you have more competition there's a lot more other condos listed compared to what we've seen in the in recent memory that said prices have not necessarily de- decreased even as we say you know the condo market is more subdued compared to single family homes that is not to say prices have decreased especially for properties for condos that are larger than one bedroom so just keep that in mind we get a lot of clients who are out who ask us if they should sell now or wait and hope for like things to be better in the future and you know right now things are very good you know so yep uh, you know just keep that in mind it's not necessarily that you want to wait i think it's more important as a seller for you just to understand the market and have a good agent on your t- on your side that can really help market your property and make it stand out. Um, something else that a lot of people are cognizant of and thinking about right now is the eviction moratorium. Just keep in mind, this does not prevent you from selling. If you have a tenant and you need to sell your unit, your property, you can still evict them. You just have to give them proper notice. I believe it's 60 days. And you have to make sure you do it in the proper way it has to be, you know, official and that sort of thing. So you have a record, and, but it, it, the Seattle website and the Washington state websites, they they lay it out on what you as a landlord need to do if you are going to sell your property, or move into your unit. Um, so just keep that in mind. That that should not prevent you from selling.
0: That's a very good point. Yeah. And I, I feel like there might be an opportunity for buyers, I just thought of this, um, where some of these landlords that own their condo, but rent them out, I don't know if there's going to be as many people renewing their leases in these condos. So there might be even more inventory coming on the market uh, in the future once some of these leases start to expire, it'll be interesting to follow that trend. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's just, yeah, that's just popped in my head. And I think that's a a good point. So, so let's summarize everything. So in general, condo prices uh, or condos are still selling very well. They've gone up, on average, median sale price has increased 10.5%, 10.5% year over year. That's not bad. The number of days on market is actually lower than it was a year ago. And it's only at 16 days on market before they get an offer. Uh, that said, there is a lot more inventory. So for buyers, there's more choice. And for sellers, you just got to be aware that you got to make your unit stand out. So whether that's staging, whether that's uh, professional photography, a Matterport 3D walkthrough tour, or actually doing some updates to your unit, that might be what it takes to get it sold these days. And if you are one of those sellers that needs help with that, we can definitely assist. Uh, When it comes to selling, we can help. We have uh, a tool available where you can actually update your home and not have to pay out of pocket, you can actually pay for those updates at closing out of your proceeds, which is pretty awesome. So if you are interested, you can always reach out to us. You can schedule a free, I guess, consultation. That sounds so formal. And we're so no pressure and laid back that we just call it a let's chat uh, appointment. You can do that right on our website, com forward slash schedule. It is super easy to do. We are always around um, and yeah, if you ever have questions, just go to our website, let us know. You can also just reach out to us. All, all of our contact info is on our website and that is it. If anyone has questions about condos, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to help you out.
2: Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All
0: righty. Thanks everyone. Thanks all right, you guys. See ya. Bye.